Welcome to What Day Is It Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to What Day Is It Podcast. Welcome to What Day Is It Podcast with me, Will. Me, Joe. Me, Ben. So this week we've got a massive topic. Again, um, funnily enough, it's uh, come at this time of year. Um, world Television Day. The internationally known World, world Television yeah, Day. Yeah, and it's actually not, um, it's UN certified. Yeah, I thought that was odd. Yeah. Well, it seems to be a, a bigger celebration and a bigger, you know... Than Christmas Day. No. Maybe not that big. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I celebrate every year instead of Christmas. Us <laughs> atheists. We can we get <laughs> television day. Back to back fucking... Well, Christmas Day <laughs> is sort of like World Television Day because all the best television is saved this is, Christmas this Day. Is, this is... My, my, my dad always says the best part about Christmas is the non-stop films that are on. So let's just move World Television Day onto Christmas Day and be done with Christmas Day because really Christmas Day is getting a bit out of hand. But you celebrate more TV on Christmas Day than you do Christmas. Do you get what I mean? The philosophy of World Television Day. That's yeah. what I look forward to. Max, you were on the right side of bed this morning with theories like that coming out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> my mind's just blown. <laughs> Keep your pen. It's on. actually starting to melt. And my TV did as well because it's old. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... Um, we really want to know what is TV, what is television, the art of television. So the art of television. It's uh, we'll cover a few bases here. So we've got the invention of it, which was by a guy called what Gerald. was it? Philo Ger- Gerald Panasonic. It was Philo Taylor Farnsworth. Farnsworth, yeah. He was a twenty-one-year-old. Inventor. Yeah, imagine being 21 and inventing the electric television. It's bad, isn't it? I still didn't know how to work my TV at the age of 21. He's the only one who invented one. But he, uh, he lived in a household without um, any electricity uh, until the age of 14. And then uh, the first bit of electricity, of course, they got was um, broadband <laughs> in 1918. <laughs> they jumped straight ahead. And he thought, oh, what, we need, oh, we need a TV for this broadband. <laughs> well, that means he went in seven years from having access to electricity to inventing the television. That's phenomenal, that. Well, I, I can only compare it to um, cheese and toast. So maybe around the age of 14, I made cheese and toast. Seven years later, I poured a bit of Liam Perrins on. Game changer. <laughs> <laughs> And the game was changed from yeah. that point on. And that was seven years difference. So you think back then, it was it would have been probably one of the biggest inventions going. There's a startling fact that people who grew up watching black and white television um, dreamt in black and white, whereas when colour television came in, people started to dream in colour. So that sort of insinuates that TV has a larger impact on our mental state than we could possibly imagine. That, that, that's baffled me. That's that. good for that. Yeah. So even though we see in colour... Yeah. So when we had Technicolor, did we dream in Technicolor? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean by Technicolor? That brown stuff, in it. Oh. Like what? that was the one between... Colour and black and brown white. Brown stuff, that's such a scientific term coming out of my mouth there. <laughs> brown no, stuff. I, 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 did, I didn't know what you mean. I don't know, I don't know how long it takes for that effect that's, to that's happen. A, that's madness, that. The fact that it's, 
that much of an effect. But I did. Did you not think when you were younger things were black and white because Sorry. of TV? <laughs> How old, how old do you think it is? No, I mean, did you not? Was it not a short period in your life when you were very young where you thought that the world was black and white because TV was black and white? Oh, you mean in the time when no, TV, TV oh, was right, there? Right. Yeah, yeah. Not that you're so 55 been, years old and you used to watch black and white TV. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I possibly at one time, maybe two weeks ago, right. asked my mum, was everything black and white when you were younger? Right. <laughs> it wasn't two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was about when I was very young. But I thought because of black and white TV yeah. that the world was black and white yeah. and suddenly a light got switched on and when colour came and that was it, sure. the world was in colour. Wasn't there a documentary recently on BBC that reimagined all the World War One footage that was in black and white um, and they added it to colour? But it, the black and whiteness of something really it puts you in that place at that time, doesn't it? Because you go, well, it can't be, you know, 1990. It has to be that time when, yeah. when it was black and white. So when it adds colour, it adds that sort of sense of presence to it. Yeah. It, it makes it feel like that was a present time, not just history in, in inverted commas. Yeah, not just uh, not not just uh, some video that's going on in the back of a museum. Yeah, yeah, than- yeah. Well, it has so much of an effect, though, doesn't it, as well? The way that if it's black and white, you don't actually see, like... It, it doesn't bring the realness to it. Like, you can't see the buildings, you can't see the people's faces. And that was when, like, the Vietnam, you talk about war, the Vietnam War had coloured images of war. Yeah. And that really... And the, I think colour really made everything... Because if it's something's black and white, you can kind of escape reality. Yourself. You yeah, escape yeah. reality, but you've got a colour. You, you know, you're looking at blood, you're looking at people's eyes you can see the colour of their eyes you can see the colour of the hair do you reckon in black and white in black and white do you reckon you could tell us somebody's ginger oh that's a good question like, very reckon, good question a, you would buy the uh, illuminous white skin <laughs> <laughs> tell you what this one guy oh my god saw the contrast on this TV <laughs> bang the box please <laughs> <laughs> this ghost is walking round <laughs> <laughs> You've got goosebumps on again. He's got normal looking hair, but I can see right through him. <laughs> You're transparent now, are you? Yeah. Well. We've, got, we've got dots all over his face on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new with the, the lines come down the TV. <laughs> dish, dish, dish. We need to send this back to Dixon. Something's up. <laughs> I've seen it before where you, like, you see all like, Hollywood actors and stuff and you don't realise what, what colour you are. And then some... And to tell you the truth, black and white does the world good for people's complexions and teeth. <laughs> teeth, teeth color yeah. is a, ma- ma- a massive one. If you look at like Fred Astaire, the color of Fred Astaire's teeth, Jesus, <laughs> I don't think he ever used a toothbrush. Oh right, they be right. yellow, but obviously because it was black and white and Hollywood, obviously all. It shone up, shone up like a disco ball. Sometimes I don't want to see people in ultra four K HD. Do you know what I mean? know, go you get shot your lifetime the TV and you see. Have you ever Wayne Rooney's saliva dripping off oh, the TV. Have you, ever seen, <laughs> have you ever seen Brendan Rodgers in HD? I don't want to. <laughs> oh, no, he looks like he's got the plague. He's <laughs> <laughs> awful. We're losing all our Salt Lake fan listeners there. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look good. He looks like he's an extra in the film Cabin Fever. I do. Uh, SBL, or Scottish Premier League, should be shown in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just cool. standing at footballs back then anyway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see a, a cold day in Caledonian dinner <laughs> in colour. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to all our Scottish mates, we love your football. Yeah, it's great. We don't, I don't at all, no, it's awful. 
Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> you just got to quit. Do you know what the two highest audience figures are for television to this day? Mash. In, sorry, UK figures. This is. Oh, Mash got 105 million. Will it? Will oh, it be? Okay. Will it be Dallas for its final episode or something? UK. Yeah, Dallas. Was it massive in the UK? It was massive. Yeah, because yeah, they didn't have a choice. I mean, you what? Have you watched it now? No. I wouldn't wipe my ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. So this is a thing. There's a character in Dallas, and he got shot, and everyone viewed it. Right, right, right. But obviously, it's not in. Doesn't fit in with your facts, Joe, does it? Uh, I hope not. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I got shot, <laughs> it must be some like so things like. It's got to be to do with major events. Correct. It? Yeah, yeah. Major oh, World Cup final. Correct. Yeah. What the World Cup final, nineteen sixty-six. Yeah. That's still up there. Still to it's this day. Got to show yeah. it would be. And then yeah, but they were sharing. Sharing oh, so TV sets on streets, so that's be, mad. Is it going to yeah. be a live event? Yeah. It's a live event, so it's not... It's this m- one's more recent. The right. It's not the pop idol final, is it, now? <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, that came forth. <laughs> when, you, um, when you hear what it is, that'll sound a bit silly. <laughs> Let us have... Um, oh, so it's going to be a the bit... The Queen's Jubilee. You're on the uh, more the right Diana. Lines. Yeah. Diana's funeral. Yeah. yeah. I heard I've heard about this before. Right, so yeah, pop idol final seems quite a bit silly now, doesn't it? <laughs> but the Queen should believe that must have been quite high. Although Will Young was good. At <laughs> 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 the funeral. At <laughs> the funeral. So that's the two eyes through there. World Cup final and Princess Diana's funeral. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you say it, now you say it's Diana's funeral and um World Cup final. You could understand why. Mm. Um, but the thing about Marco Fan, I know obviously it's a massive event. Because didn't, even just the semi final that we had recently was one of the, high, the highest in years as well. Yeah. But like, how, do, you but, know, do you know how many people actually got them? How many people actually watched them? Uh, no, but it's, it wouldn't have been anywhere near the... Because the population thing in the 60s is nowhere near as well. Well, there was ch- less channels, but the thing that amazed me about the, the 66 final is the fact that people shared a TV. So that's one street... That, that, the, the numbers they're going off. That's yeah. true. So that must mean virtually every street in England was watching that yeah. game. I can imagine that, yeah. Which is mental. Imagine, but that's what they, they would have been looking forward to that. So say they had like a five-day period between the semi-final and the final. Mm-hmm. Imagine being that excited about something on TV for five days. I don't Because there's more choice on TV now as well, not just like yeah, a couple definitely. channels. Um I think you're not going to see that same sort of dominance in viewing figures again of one one thing. Yeah. Unless, you know, when England win the World Cup, uh, that'll happen. And rise Sir Gareth. Yeah. But then, even then, it, it might be shared over two channels, the final. Yeah, it would be, it yeah. It would be, yeah. So the actual viewing figures would be disproportionate over yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, you could yeah, obviously... You'd, you'd yeah, them up. What'd you go for, BBC or ITV? BBC. <laughs> Was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like saying, do you go for tea or a slap in the face? <laughs> <laughs> so BBC then, yeah. <laughs> Get Gavin in against Jugs on my TV any day of the week. <laughs> jugs, lugs even. I've always not got Jugs. Gavin in against Jugs. Never mind. Um, wow. That's why everyone will be tuned into BBC to see Gary Lineker sing jokes. <laughs> Maybe by the time that England won um, the World Cup, Gary Lineker will be maybe. We'll have jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You never know, no. It's, it's quite forward thinking, isn't it? He is very liberal minded. Active on Twitter. <laughs> Next thing you know, yeah. gets a couple of boom, a boom jobs. Job. Yeah. <laughs>
a couple of boob jobs. And then we're like, two on the front, two on the back. And then I'd be laughing shit and I read the future. I could read the future. <laughs> and that was the end of part one. See you in part two. Welcome back for part two of What Day Is It podcast, International Television Day. Now, boys, I had something <laughs> that prepared. was such an intense stare. <laughs> something you prepared earlier. You stared so I am so excited for this because Joe Cook's game show show for you guys I'm today. I'm excited. I hate the game show show. Yeah, so this is a sh- game show show which I've uh, devised. Basically, I'm going to pitch a game show to you and you've got to tell me if it's real or fake. Pick a question, Ben. One, two, or three? Three. Three. Okay, so this game show is called Seal or No Seal. Ten contestants compete for the chance to date legendary soul singer Seal. The game show precedes Seal's 2014 divorce to German model Heidi Klum. The show was a means to promote his album Seven and featured challenges such as floral arrangement and karaoke. Who goes first? Either or, let's talk about it, let's deliberate, so, what do you think? Seal or no seal, so there's got to be a bit of a, a, a copyright issue with deal or no deal there. However, it does sound something like seal would do. I mean, I'm blown away by it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, the thing is though, if this has been made up by Mr. Joe Cook, that is a sensational in itself. Seal or no seal, <laughs> Heidi Klum and Seal's divorcee settlement. God, it's... It feels like it's too good to make up. I mean, Heidi Klum's the one who's famous for her um, Halloween costumes and it's quite extravagant. So it might be something the, yeah, spotlight-wise... <laughs> and Seal's promoting... <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to read him at the moment, but... I, I just love it. I love the reaction. It's great. Um, I... I'm, I keep second-guessing myself, I'm, and my first reaction was true, and then I just thought, hang on a second, that's... But did it, did it ever air? I don't know, like... You know, the, you know what the prize is, don't you? What? Seal. A kiss from a rose. <laughs> <laughs> Big hit. <laughs> we don't even deserve that tune. Right, what are you seeing? What are you sealing? It was your question, so you, 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 you go away, I guess, first. Um. No. <laughs> just no I was asking true or false and you had to no <laughs> seal or no seal no I think it's the name that gives it away but you said false so I'm gonna it was presented by Joel Nemmons no false well I was just gonna say false but because you said it we'll make something out of it I'll go true it was false <laughs> did you make it up yeah that is- no seal Brilliant. Brilliant. No seal. No seal. <laughs> Go on, Will. Right. So, 1-0 to Ben Lomax. Don't you worry about Will, it. Will, pick a question. What, what one you... or two? One. That's because when I'm going to finish. This game show is called Queen for a Day. Contestants compete against each other for the sympathy of the audience. Each would take it in turn to explain a tragedy happening in their life. At the end, a contestant who receives the most applause from the audience wins a cash prize. So you're basically basking in... That is a horrible. I'm going... Oh, God, I think that's true, but... but Queen for You know what? The, day, the, 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 the name of the show makes it seem... I could say, like, it's going to be a nice show. Mm. But then 
No show is nice. <laughs> no. no, no Joe show is that, nice. But the thing is, though, if you go on there and lose, not only have you like had to go through the really horrible time you've had, you've also gone well. Nobody actually thinks it's that bad. Ah, well, that's to be fair, that's the weakest link, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All that trauma and a three grand cash prize. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to buy Well, actually, it was eight hundred pounds. It didn't pay for the trade home. No, it doesn't pay for north. the psychotherapy you need afterwards. <laughs> 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 I'm going to bill my therapist <laughs> uh, Queen for a day I'm going to go true Ben? I'll have to go false vote now Oh this is a make or break this one It was in fact true It originally aired in 1956 And if you hold on a second I'm going to get up a clip Because it is absolutely incredible Queen, We've been here fooling around long enough Right now we'll have the Queen Elected by our friends in the audience Number one was Mrs Jewel Ellis Ms. Ellis and her husband have had some bad luck, and she would like to help uh, make some money for them. She would like a washing machine to take in washings, and they could use a couple of new tires. Your applause for candidate number one. Oh, she's had to play well now. Thank you. Number two is Mrs. Carol Williams. Mrs. Williams has two boys, and I believe a boy's named Ricky. He's uh, had some uh, brain damage, and it slowed him down. She'd like some educational aids, and he is awful anxious for a collie dog. Number two. Number three is Mrs. Clarice, Clarice Singer. She has a brother who was accidentally shot, or mistakenly shot, down there in Tennessee, and she would like a special wheel cot bed as he must spend his life on his stomach. Number three. No way. It's a clapometer. <laughs> Number four, Mrs. Beverly Dolan. She and the gang moved down to a place up there in she Oregon, and, and uh, they're having trouble heating it. She has five children under three years old, and she would like a hole in the ceiling for the warm air and make some vents. Number five children. Four. Can you pause it there? One second. One no. sec. She has five children under three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> Triplets. Oh my god. Uh, Can we just repeat it? Like how good the second one is when it goes about. Obviously, it's not enough matter when it goes about. She's devastated, and then she gets. And then she gets a load of applause, and you see a little smile. Yeah, come yeah, from because face. she thinks her troubles might be over. Let me just play oh, the last few sure seconds. Number three. Number three is Mrs. Clarice Singer. And Mrs. Clarice Singer is a lady that was up here telling us about her brother. And it looks like, thank you, little duchess, it looks like you're the queen. You told it right, and you like the withered my hand squeezing it, but it's all worth it. I now crown you oh. Queen Clarice. Queen for a day. Queen Clarice. So, thank God TV's not like that anymore. But it was a very short game show, really, wasn't it? Was it just them talk? I think they must have done a round before where they explain... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they explain their situation. But you could see it on their faces when the the host was reminding the audience how how hard they were finding it. What what their situation was, what each individual situation was. The the women looked like they had to look sad in order to get the sympathy vote. But when they get the applause, they think, oh, I'm in for a chance of winning the money now. So they start smiling and they try and keep that smile down. It's really like it's fascinating. That, it's, it's, it's an absolute emotional roller coaster as well. Yeah. Because you've got to go and put yourself through all of it in a public scale, and if you don't win. Unbelievable. How, and if you might not know this, but do you know how long it lasted for? Uh, it, like eight years. It was, it was really popular. All right. I, I might just stick to never buying the buzzcocks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, hey, 
coming back on Sky and it was Sky One soon, mate. So you'll enjoy that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to hear that, by the way. Sorry, Joe. I know, I know there's more important matters at hand, but that's. Are you are you having a laugh? Are you coming back up? <laughs> no. Oh, you absolute bastard. <laughs> you just, yeah, what a Christmas present that was. I was actually going to put it on Twitter last night. I'll, try, I'll see if I can find a box set for you. Well, now we have to have the tiebreaker. The last I, I, question. I was talking Which about... is number two. Correct. Number two. So, it's all a bit of a mind game there. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, would he go with two truths yeah. or two false? He says a lot about a man, really. It yeah. does, yeah. Okay, so... The final game show is called Game of Clones. <laughs> Come on then. Singletons design a perfect partner from hair colour to body and dress sense and then take eight clones on a group date to choose the personality they'd like to date. True. I was going to... That was my order, but I think as well. True. No. I was going to say, I think I've heard of it, but if it's false now, like an idiot. Yeah, I'm thinking I've heard of it, but I didn't want to go for that either. I just think Game it, of it's clones. so obvious, Game though, of isn't clones. it? It's so obvious. Firstly, I'd like to ask, would you take part in the show? Well, describe what it is again. So basically, you design on a piece of software. Your favourite. What, you what you think you find attractive. Right. So, like, is there a certain type of person... Did he dress Garin a certain again. way? Did he have, like, I don't know, a sense of... Garen Lillick got his jugs. <laughs> That'll do me, thanks. <laughs> that Leicester legend with breasts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Come on, carry on. Yeah, so you, to a team, you dictate uh, what you think your perfect partner would be like. Is, is it all physical? Or do you, do you, on a software, you put what they're interested in, things like that? All physical. And then... They gather eight people together. Who mm -hmm. look like that clone. And purposely dress them the same. But they've already got the the natural features of that Correct. clone. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, actually really interesting. Um, social experiment. Yeah, yeah. what is it? I mean, I've, if I was doing it, they'd probably find it hard to find a six foot four woman with hair from head to toe wearing a city shirt, so... <laughs> Do you know what, what you're into? <laughs> no, 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 Joke, get into it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just love it. That's the um, What are you going to go for? Uh, true. You can go for true, mate. I'm going for false. I did think true originally. We want to win it, so I'm going to go false. True. So the winner of the inaugural Joe's Game Show Show is... Ben Lomax. Get in. I knew Game it. of Clones. I knew it. I doubted myself. Originally aired in 2017. I knew it. I knew I'd heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Each person had five episodes to like... They actually lived with their clones. And then, you know, for a certain what, amount so of time... It, what what uh, happened? Decided at the end. Did any of them actually get happy? Do you know people? what? I've never wanted to watch an episode. I just did the research on it. <laughs> I don't believe I did that. look through the episodes, though. <laughs> this is absolutely true and a bit tragic. <laughs> I looked through the episodes to see if anyone... Designed a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no one did. <laughs> no, they didn't have that. They didn't have that colour in the software. But I was wondering because it just—you never really hear it. You hear tall, dark, and handsome, but you never hear like tall, skinny, yeah. and ginger. What's your ideal type? I want to really pale. <laughs> it's a massive point though because the reason we have to even think about whether any of those things 
um, mature or false is madness because none of them things should be true. No. So that means that there's a massive, massive market for shite TV. Oh, there always has been. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. We don't. We can now choose not to watch that. I can then. I can go out of my way not to watch X on the beach. I don't have to watch yeah. it. Whereas if I had, uh, I mean, I suppose years ago the answer was to not. If you didn't want to watch that, then read a book. Well, yeah. it just shows you how, what people do for money. <coughs> To get to get to win some money, and also for people to get that fifteen minutes of fame. In game shows, these, there was a massive market for the working class man. So when you went on, because it was obviously someone you, you normal people. Yeah. Um, they were they were normal stories. So if you don't mind, I've also got an example of an interview from a nineties TV show that's very funny. Yeah. If you don't mind. So this is um, this is big. Big break. So the, the premise of the show is that there is contestants who are amateur snooker players and they team up with a snooker player to win the big cash prize of £40 and a trip to <laughs> Butlins. Um, <laughs> big money, a lot of sweating, a lot of nerves going on. Um, and we have here Jim Davidson. Of course. Yeah. Not a great person, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> the show is quite funny. So what we have here is him doing an interview with a 90s human being. Try and win you a lot of money, Rose. They do. So fingers crossed for our blue team. Welcome, Cheers. Lisa. Welcome, Rose. Thank you. Yes, I feel well. Believe me, Bill, you are our most senior contestant so far on here, if I may say, with all due respect. How young might you be, sir? Only 90. Oh. 90. Yeah. Well, how do you keep yourself so fit and young? I know you've got some great hobbies, haven't you, mate? Well, I do a lot of swimming. Yeah. I do a lot of dancing. Yeah. A lot of walking. Yeah. A lot of eating. Yeah. I have three good meals a day and a bit of supper. <laughs> and a bit of supper. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Now, Bill, I believe you want to say hello to uh, one of your relatives. So is it, is it your, uh, over in Hong it's Kong? My, is it... It's my grandson. Your grandson? Petty Officer Ryan Price. Oh. And I'd just like to throw him a little kiss. Where, where are they? Where, where is it? Number five there with that nice... That Hong Kong, Kong, you go! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, mate. Welcome. <laughs> Hong Kong, you go! <laughs> Hong Kong, you go. <laughs> I love. It. I didn't think he was gonna end his um, hobbies. I like dancing, swimming, <laughs> singing, a little bit of walking, <laughs> eating, <laughs> three meals a day, and a bit of supper. Amazing. I think that's a really good place for us to finish our yeah. International Television Day podcast. Thank you very much for listening to episode two of What Day Is It Pod. We'll be back for episode three very shortly. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. See you soon. TTFN. <laughs> For now. <laughs>